Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and from here on out, my face mask will be known as my forehead foreskin. Oh, no. Go to hell. Wait, <laughs> is it going to be made out of skin, though? I don't have time for that. Uh, my name is Katie, and uh, there are face masks that you can get that do look like ball sacks. <laughs> also, no. Because I saw a recommended Facebook ad for it. <laughs> What is going on with these intros? Fix your targeted ad. My name is Brandon. Good lord. I play Terra Deck, and uh, my face mask is going to be whatever boy I most recently talked to on Grindr. (laughs) Okay. Titch. Look. Tisha. Also, on like a real note, don't hook up with anybody during Corona. Wait, how does that work? Do you like take a picture of them? It was more of a face sitting Like a sit on my face. Yeah. Why was that hard? Oh, I'll tell you why it's hard. <laughs> I I know nothing about Grinder. Yeah, I don't either. I don't it was just it a joke. You That's know. too bad. Sometimes I say things that aren't true. Chris does that all the time. Oh my god! Stop interrupting our intros. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Hogum. Yes, my name is Tisha, and people commonly wear skin and don't think anything of it. So I don't see anything wrong with a foreskin face mask. I'm a vegan and leather's murder. <laughs> oh, bitch. Don't, stop going after people. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying that it shouldn't be a big deal and nobody should go after Chris. That's all. Thank you, Tisha. Hi, I'm Jonathan. I play St. Eve of Laurent, and I have nothing to say about these masks or skins or anything of the like because I am a Christian woman. The end. Liar. I don't think either one of those statements is true. (laughs) I am a Christian woman. Mark, you're next. Mark? Mark? Where'd you go? Hi, I'm Mark. (sighs) This happens every time. It wasn't in the script, guys. That's my fault. I didn't put it in the script. Oh, my God. I swear to God, if that's literally the reason why he's not talking, I'm punching. I'm, I'm killing everything. Reminiscence Wait, what's of a going time on? There we go. Before. Oh, my God. Oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who did I miss? Everyone. Everybody. Oh, fuck. Man. We all talked about how skin is murder. Skin is murder? Just think of leather, something face Leather is uh-uh, murder. Uh-uh. So don't do that because you're going to make him think and it's going to take longer. Mark, so what just... about faux skin? Like, <laughs> Mark. This is not a conversation. Lab grown skin. <laughs> I'm Mark. And I play. Hi. I'm Mark. And I play Holgum. There's no... I am bleeding There's from no... my eyes right now. <laughs> I'm so glad, Jonathan. <laughs> you bitch. Just go. Uh, Mark's joining us for our Yulemas episode this year. Yeah. Welcome back, Mark. I'm so happy to have you back, actually, yeah. We love it. Thanks for joining us again and reprising the role of Hogum. Holgum. Well, there was a very heartfelt message that, you know, I have given out there. And I'm just so glad to be back in a headspace right now to where I can... You know, give back to the listeners, Hogum. Oh, yeah. That was actually really sweet. Thank you. What? Was that in the script? <laughs> no, not at all. Like, okay. literally, I'm looking then why at... why are you going off script, Mark? <laughs> Sorry. Sing, <laughs> Brandon. Know your role, buddy. Oh, Sorry. You I better you. check yourself, bitch. <laughs> How oh. dare you say something sweet and heartfelt? <laughs> 
Like literally, I have D and D Beyond up right now on my iPad, and I'm like, oh my god, like what the fuck does this shit mean? I cannot remember anything. Oh no, Katie posted a picture of that mask. A scrotum mask is Ooh. now on what? my wish list. Where? <laughs> Discord. Yeah. Yeah, in the recording chat. What kind of material is this made out of? It's real ball skin. Oh, I'm sure it's latex. Stretched okay. ball skin. I'm just thinking of the process that they, t- they took to make this. First, they had to castrate. I was expecting the balls to be smaller. I don't know why. It's like that I men mean, in black alien. That ball cover chain. your face. <laughs> All right, question time. And our question this week is our wrestling entrance song music. Uh, this is why I don't do the questions. Yeah, so it was definitely my question, which is why I'll talk about it. What is your wrestling entrance song? Uh, Smash Mouth. <laughs> All-star? Because I watched Shrek very young, and that scene where he just uh, burst out, <laughs> hey now. <laughs> That's your cinema for me. <laughs> Mine is um, <laughs> the moment I wake up. <laughs> and that's how I'll walk into the wrestling ring. <laughs> Say a little breath for you. Yeah, and then I'll like chasse onto the stage. I like that. <laughs> I feel like maybe y'all had more time to think about this than I did. We all had about 30 minutes to think about it. Mm-hmm. I did not think about it. <laughs> uh, Good Day by Nappy Roots would probably be mine. Um... I had originally chosen a different song, but I went with that. But also, though, I haven't heard that song in a long time. Let me listen to it while you... It's so good. I've never heard of it. Can you give us like, a little sample? Yeah. Oh, that's a good song. Oh, I've heard oh, that. Yeah. Oh, I do know that song. Everybody knows this song. Yeah. But my original thought was uh, Detachable Penis by King Missile. <laughs> I don't even know that song. I, you know, oh. uh, you're just too underground for me, sis. <laughs> it is very underground, but it's the lyrics are are there, and I relate. It's about like I woke up today and my penis was missing. I'm not sure where I left it because it's detachable. Ooh, gender dysphoria. Yeah, it's good. My theme song would be "Witch Doctor" by Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> well, Looking Alvin it up now. I would come out. Like a chipmunk, too. All fours running down the stage <laughs> until it came to that ooh ee ah, ah ah part, and then I would dance. Oh, that one. Oh, see, I I wouldn't come down the thing, the red carpet, or I'm not sure what the wrestling term is for it, but I wouldn't come down the like the little thing all by myself. I would consistently like grab people from the stands and like point at like point at them or do like a peace sign and my tongue out. To take pictures, like, the whole time. Okay. I want fireworks. By Katy Perry? I also want pyrotechnics. Hell yeah. No, no, just just pyrotechnics. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, we doing Katy Perry today. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Wait, who hasn't told us their song? I haven't. Um, y'all are a bunch of cowards, because uh, I'm about to stretch the limits of what's copywritten or not. My song would be by Todd Call, and it would be like yeah. a... I'm going to set the scene for you. <clears throat> The arena is dark, and you hear, Are you ready to rumble? Do I have your attention? 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 Is you taking me? 
so like I feel like it gives some pretty good pose time. Just be yeah. like, do I have your attention? Bop. Yeah. Love yeah. It. Love it. Um absolutely. I'm very nice. happy like that you chosen like to be the villain in the wrestling rink. Because you know Tasha <laughs> Call doesn't pay his dancers. Yeah, well I'm not paying him for the rights to a song. Really? So. So, I know you bet you better get in there. Uh <laughs> I want to, like, see this happen with Brandon, and I want to see, like, the lights going out when he says, do I have your attention? And then at the beat, the lights turn on, and every time the lights turn on, he's in a different outfit. First of all, if you could make that happen, I swear to fuck. TikTok transition. Quick change queen. (laughs) Damn. All right, Mark. Um, Mark? Uh Uh-uh. I don't do wrestling. Mark would come out with me as my manager. He would be my Dave. Ooh, he would hand you the chairs. <laughs> yes. All right. Ready to get into our story? Ready. I'm here for it. Happy Yulmas, everybody. Happy Yulmas. We last left off. You all have just uh, escaped the cave of Michelle along with Maroon San Francisco, who was barely clinging to life there for a while. Uh, As you exited the cave, snow began to fall and you heard a ho-ho-hogum from high above. Uh, Hogum rides in on a reindeer and lands right in front of you. Oh, Lord, what is that smell? Benny immediately runs towards wherever Hogum just landed. Benny! Hey, hey, Hogum! Um, hey! It's it's been a while. Are you okay? Oh my gosh! Uh, all right. What happened with Anna Meek? Um, hey, I have a new friend. Uh, his name is Little Della. Maybe you did meet him. I don't remember. Uh, here he is. Hi. Yeah, we met Little before. Della. Yeah. <laughs> Tara leans over to Jet and goes, "Well." I guess I'll see where her priorities are. Her new <laughs> friends, the dollies already met. <laughs> oh, um, also, we have uh, two new friends <laughs> uh, that, that have been joining me and Eve, uh, you know, since you left um, and trying to help us uh, defeat the mag. And uh, this is this is Tara and uh, this is Jet. Jet's a rock, but. They're sentient, so... Oh, yeah, hey, guys, what's up? Uh, Nothing much. The pleasure is all yours. How you folks doing? I guess I uh, replace you as the muscle in the group, and she flexes. Uh, I don't think that's how it works. Okay. (laughs) Hogan's then going to look at Hmm. Eve. Eve is minding his own business. (laughs) Uh, How thick is the tension? What what kind of uh, expression is uh, Hogan witnessing? Eve has a blank look on his face and is not even like, like he's looking at you, but he's, he's looking your he's looking at you, but he's not really looking at you. Um, you hugged him I guess then Benny would the run up shift. to Eve, grab Eve by the hand without, without um, permission and start dragging him towards Hogum. Uh, Eve, Hogum's here. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's Hogum. Eve says, neat. And then (laughs) goes and looks at Hogum and says, well, 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 if it isn't you, uh, why why are you here today? Uh, man, come on. Bring it in. Let's hug it. 
and then Hogum goes to hug Eve. If you lay your filthy paws on me, I will have you decapitated on sight. You have no choice to accept We can do hug. fist bumps! <laughs> do I have to roll initiative? Like, literally, you, you just got here. We can do fist bumps! Yeah, but... And then, with one of my other arms, I'm gonna pick up Benny and then, like, do one big group hug. Aww. I don't know about you, Tara, but I'm feeling, uh, kind of excluded. <laughs> Eve is mortified and immediately is going to just roll... Are, am I in snow? Am I... What character's the dog? Are they... This is a non-combat <laughs> situation. Um, I am mortified, so I'm just gonna, like, get out of the hug, wriggle out of it, and then say, oh, yes, 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 if you haven't seen our two new friends, we have Tara. She is, um, much, uh, more interesting than I could ever be. Uh, Tara... Oh, yes, and Jet. Jet is an elemental. She's um, very fascinating. Uh, you should also meet these two. And so I go and get Tara and Jet, bring them right in front of Hogan. And I say, yes, now give them a good old hug, why don't you? Is this the first time we've smelled him? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what I last smelled like? Oh, you were like in a suit or something, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. You changed and like yeah. got all dappered up. Like, I know. Are you still dappered up? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm a little torn here and there but because of my past experiences just as of recent, but... So not grotesque smelling, but probably just uh, horrid to look at. No, it's more like I've just come back from a mission. Rumpled. Right. Yeah, like I haven't had a chance to uh, stop in my hotel room. You smell like a high school hallway. Oh, God. <laughs> Gross. Wow. Uh, so I say, yes, yes, yes. Um, this is Tara. This is Jet. They are two of our new compatriots on our journey to defeat the Mick. Um, Yes, and Tara, Jet, this is Hogum. Hogum McGogol. He's a, um, a past uh, servant of mine, if you will. Uh, yes, that's Hogum. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, service my ass. Not in this lifetime or the next. Thank you. Okay, so um, after that, I'm going to say, now, uh, once again, uh, can you please explain why you are here on this evening? Hold on one second. He's pulling up a script now. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You must have parchment to read from. <laughs> How do y'all know each other? Like I said, uh, my dear Tara, yes. Yes, he is one of our, um, one of my old servants, uh, he was oh, great. A- that explains a lot. Uh, Benny, how do y'all know each other? <laughs> um, well, when we decided to join the guild, um, we were in, like, a threesome. Not like oh. that, but, like, uh, we were a three-man party, but I'm a girl. Uh, but we were a three-person party, and we went through uh, some trials and quite a lot of tribulations, if you ask me, uh, together. And then the last time we saw, last time we saw Hogum, uh, he decided to go off with Anamik. And with now that Anamik. I think about it, yeah, now that I think about it, I, I hope you're doing okay, Hogum. Are we sure that he's a friend still? At that very moment, I hear Anamik and I remember that I don't like her. So then I go to Hogum and I say, yes, Hogum, where is Anamik? Yeah, uh, so, uh, I, I first went with Anamik, uh, 
and uh, we were both partners with the guild to investigate. Uh. Okay, so Hogan first went with Anamik, uh, both as a partnership with the guild and to investigate if she was involved with the cat god Mayak. So essentially, he was there to track her, an investigator. And what have you discovered upon your investigations? Uh, she seemed pretty suspicious to me the whole time, but, uh, cookies, you know, I kind of got distracted a little bit. We were hot on Lainey's trail when she was shut out, and we get into her boutique, and she zaps us two weeks into the future. Uh, think about it. Why would a businesswoman such as Annemiek give a buck to Benny for free, specifically to tell her that Mayak religion doesn't exist? Plus... Uh, the time travel, that was sus, too. I've been investigating here the whole time. We traveled throughout time and space. Girl is smart about covering her tracks. Uh, my dear Hogan, you've, you've said some very revealing things. Um, the Meg religion does not what? Um, maybe I can explain. Please, Benedetta. Um, so, at, at one point, uh, among our travels, um, Anami gave me a book, and it, it it listed, like, a lot of different religions, and I was like, oh, maybe this can be useful if we have to save these religions from the Maic, but then in the book it said that the Maic wasn't real and didn't exist, so, um, I just threw the book in my bag and, and bag and haven't looked at it since. So, you're telling me that everything we've been doing so far has been for naught? No, I wouldn't say that. It was really weird, because obviously we know that the Maic religion exists because they tried to destroy um, the Church of Yonce. So, I just decided that, oh, this, I'm not sure why Anamik, my friend and really cool person, would give me a book that was full of lies. So I just threw it in my bag and thought it as trash. So you... And didn't think twice about it. You are telling me... Yeah. That you are holding on to... But Jack, this is the best part. Enlighten me, Hogan. After I found her diary underneath the bread box, I read about her past self, Mara, trying to murder you guys. I had the proof, but before I could take her down... That bitch abandoned my ass at the Beaverhampton Expanse. She abandoned you? At the Beaverhampton Expanse? And you don't have your ring of teleportation. How'd you get here? Hey, that's me. I'm Vixen, remember? We played reindeer games last year. I remember reindeer games, remember? Oh, hey, Vixen. Yeah, I, uh, I, I escaped because I ran into Vixen here outside the ice walls. He said that the Beaverhampton Expanse has been taken over and that Kringle's dead. Yeah. Vixen, tell them all about it. Hi, uh, this sounds like a great story. Uh, Tara here, what What are reindeer games? Oh, you want to play a little reindeer game? I, we can play a little reindeer I game. really don't. I don't. But I would like to know what they are, because it sounds like y'all have been doing some questionable things with a reindeer. Only, only once. Only one time. Okay, great. Yeah, so... Kringle, we hadn't seen him in a while. This new guy came in, lizard dude, built up a bunch of ice walls all around, so he trapped us in, 
killed Kringle, killed Rodolfo. Haven't seen him in a while either. And he said he's not going to deliver any toys at, at Yulmus. So now Yulmus is dead. He's going to fillet all the reindeer. He said that we're tasty meat. And I don't like to be tasty meat, so I had to crawl my way out of there. And I found your buddy Hogum here. Since you guys saved Yulmus last year, maybe you can just save Yulmus again this year. And then we can play some reindeer games. Unfortunately, I am confused because the person that was the green person last time was since been killed, murdered, if you will, by none other than me. Are you telling me that Lainey is still alive and turning into this green monstrosity? Oh, this guy had scales this time. Benny, we will discuss this later. Um, huh. I do believe that it would be within our best interest to go save Yulmis yet again from the incompetent Kringle. All right, you'll miss saving times. You'll miss more and more overwhelmed this entire conversation. Yeah, I think Tara and Jed are just kind of sitting in the back. Damn, like what the fuck? Merlin San Francisco is there with you guys, also very confused. I look at her and I, do we want the disco stick anymore? Like shit. I mean, I would still very much like the disco stick. Was that up for debate? A deal is a deal. You have rid my uh, my friends of Michelle and her gang after burning that town. I don't know that was what was what we said to do, but we did it. So yeah, let me get you the disco stick. A deal's a deal. I'll be fair. And she tucks her hair behind her left ear. Screen drops from her brim. Buff, puff of smoke. Screen goes back up, and she's holding the disco stick. And she hands it to you, Tara. Tara grabs it, and she like white knuckles around and goes, "You had it on your person this whole time." Absolutely. Are we, what, where are we right now? Outside of the cave of Michelle still, in between that and the burning town. Okay, we're not like up in the air on this reindeer or whatever the fuck? No, you're on the ground. Okay. <laughs> Great. Are you going to drop kick her? You're going to push her off. <laughs> I was going to push her off the fucking reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> the beard, the pencil and paper didn't make you think that maybe the hat had more shit in it? I thought it had dumb shit like costumes. I didn't know it had fucking because artifacts. Because literally the character of Maroon San Francisco is dumb. Like Can I, I snatch her hat off of her head? Uh, no! You can't take Maroon San Francisco's hat. Why do you want to take her hat? Don't I want to shake hat. it and get all the crap out of it. See what else she's hiding. It's not how it works. This bullshit. Uh, we had to deal with the lady, Tara. It's biometric. You could have, you could, you could like nicely ask about it as opposed to just taking it and trying to throw her off of a reindeer. She deserves uh, oh. pain. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Do I have like some weird bias towards Carmen San Diego, and that's why I want to save Maroon San Francisco? Because I don't think Maroon San Francisco is shady. I didn't think so either. Tara's about to take a fucking level in sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think that maybe we have some sort of childhood reminiscent bias maybe. towards Maroon San Francisco. <laughs> I will be right back, okay? Okay, well, I, uh, are, we, are we pausing until Mark gets back? Yeah, I guess so, since you guys have to decide how you're going to get to the Beaverhampton Expanse. My ring of teleportation. <laughs> Only got one reindeer. Right? Oh, yeah, ring. Damn. Well, that, uh, okay. Sounds that really lovely. <laughs> Can I actually just roll right now? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. It's a D100, right? Yes. And you're fairly familiar with the Beaverhampton Expanse. I rolled a 70. Will that get us there? That will get you there. Okay, fabulous. A portal has opened to the Beaverhampton Expanse. Maroon San Francisco is not joining you. 
She takes her 90 degree angle legs and runs the fuck away. Can I? What? Can I? Can I cast hold person? You already have Hogan. Why do you need someone else? <laughs> okay, okay. For the sake of Chris, I am not going to break Maroon San Francisco. Um, I would like to just metagame for a second. Um, this disco stick. Can we give it some sort of ability? And specifically, I was thinking, like one use of the spell Summon Greater Demon, being the Fey monster. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's great. But you didn't give the halo nothing. You didn't ask. <laughs> we got to yeah. be level 20. That wasn't that was because of the, of the halo. Wish that was spell. Wish that I had to, like, fucking hustle for. The halo is your holy symbol, though. Like, you use that on a daily basis. And what is the... Bitch, what is the, the halo is... What if the disco stick? Tara's holy symbol. symbol. But, Hera, but Tara doesn't require a holy symbol to, like, do her magic. Don't you require a oh. holy symbol to do yours? No. As a paladin? Or as a... I my, do that. Halo is my druid thingy. But you don't even use it. I do remember that time I turned into sexuality. Yeah, yeah. she had like glowing titties. No. <laughs> you want to be penetrated by me were her exact words. <laughs> God. That's, that's hot. It's true. That is that is what I said. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm going to let this. You, you know, know what? You can. You can summon the greater demon of... I am Chris right now, and I'm saying that I am DMA, and you are fine. You can have this, and e- St. Eva Laurent can have nothing. Just a rinky-dink fucking halo that does nothing. All right. It's just like... That you've tried to destroy and throw away. I mean, it's only a level four spell. It's not like an insane... It's, it's more than enough. That's fair. It's more than what I have, okay? <laughs> Chris, would you like to do like a... a now that you're holding the disco stick, it can blah, 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 blah. So that way it seems like it's your idea <laughs> and somebody didn't uh, railroad you into being so able to do it. it doesn't seem like I tricked you into an eye patch that gives me... <laughs> Bitch. I'm done Don't. with that. But it requires attunement. So you're going to have to take a rest to use it. How does it work? What is the what is the fame monster? No one knows what the fame monster is. And they won't <laughs> until you cast the spell. And then we're going to figure it out. It's just thick Luigi. Oh, ah. God. Ah. It's me, Thick Luigi. Monster indeed. <laughs> uh, so, yes, you have your disco stick. You can attune to it upon your next rest. And Eve has just uh, used his teleportation ring to, uh, yeah, get you guys over to the Beaverhampton Expanse. And you said you rolled a 70, is that right? Sure, Dad. Yeah, you've been there before. You're familiar enough. That'll get you right where you need to go. Does everyone jump through the portal? Uh, has has I, Benny or has uh, Tara and Jet seen this portal ring before, though? No. No. And I'm assuming we're also going to be walking into a snow-covered expanse. Oh, no, it's we have winter. seen it before. They tried to drag uh, that dude by his chest hair through it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that that. Is how it's remembered. Marcus went. Yeah, I was grabbing his shoulders and Eve was pulling his chest hair and somehow his chest hair was stronger than Benny. Chest hair is strong. We don't make the rules. Is we just it? follow them, okay? We just is roll the dice. The chest hair was super attached to his chest. You see a sparkling pink portal pop up. And I oh. say... Uh, yes, this is our one-way ticket to 
the Beaver Hampton Expanse, where we will defeat this scaly monster and save Yulmus. Hi, <laughs> uh, uh, Tara again. What is the Beaverhampton Express? Well, 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 Tara. The Beaverhampton is a place. Beaverhampton Expanse. And I think that Benny should... I am focusing on this portal just too much. Benny, can you please help them? I, I need to keep this portal open. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, oh, so Benny, the Beaverhampton... interrupt you right there. We're good at that. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. The Beaverhampton Expanse... Not what you remember. It's grim. Oh, no. Nothing merry about it. Yeah, it's oh. changed a lot, but I'm kind of surprised you haven't heard of, uh, like, Kringle? You never got anything on Yule, miss? Kringle never dropped nothing off for you? Were you a bad girl? No, they uh, never, uh, they never taught us about, uh, Yule, miss or whatever at the synagogue. You probably have a lot of gifts left. Well, you had a lot of gifts up there. The new guy is burning a lot of shit. Oh. Oh, there are gifts? What? Well, we must make haste so that we may stop him from burning these precious gifts. And so I run through the portal. And my reindeer friends. We also want to save me and my reindeer friends from being filleted. Oh, that could be a possibility, but mostly the gifts. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to go through. Does everyone join Eve? Yep. Sure. Jet's going to pull on a a jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Benny would stand behind... Tara and Jet and try to reassure them that we got this. Tara's kind of like inspecting the disco stick and shaking it next to her ear as she's walking through the portal. (laughs) You can see glitter on the inside moving. Sweet. Like kaleidoscope effect. Is it like the spirit stick from Bring It On? What what would the disco stick look like? It would look like a Lady Gaga outfit or or a Gaga-like thing. Is it just like the meat dressed around a stick? It's just just a meat stick. Oh no, it's like a giant sausage. Oh, that, uh, that no, I pictured a, I pictured like a a wand with sparkles on the end, like a disco ball. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But if you too, listen to the song reflective. of Love Game, she's definitely. I know it's about penises, but the imagery doesn't have to be there. Um, I said definition of disco stick, and it says penis. <laughs> it, it's absolutely a penis. Maybe it's just like the imagery. I just don't feel like Maroon San Francisco would just keep a penis up in her hat. I mean, it could be like a dildo. Like, a, it, a, yeah, it's a dildo those, that's though, made yeah. out of disco ball squares. Yeah, there you go. <gasps> Reflecting I'm dildo. I'm here for that. And Tisha has been outnumbered. <laughs> no, I'm fine with it being a literal dildo. I'm cool with it being a dildo. I like the, uh, dildos. The disco stick can be as don't phallic t- don't put as that you'd in like there. it to be. I will leave that up to your imagination. There's, in my imagination, there's like balls at the end so that you don't like accidentally lose it inside. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? All right. So, with so that, we got, I say, come got Brandon's. Yes. No, 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 no. We got Brandon's picture of it. We got e- Jonathan's picture of it. What's Katie's picture of a disco stick? <laughs> um. So there is a dildo that was made during the height of the Twilight craze. <laughs> No, and it is literally just a sparkly dong. You're gonna make me so. Google Twilight dong. <laughs> I just did Twilight dildo. Oh, oh, that's cute. Is it cold? Are you like meant to put it in the freezer? Yeah, I think so. No. The real question is, does it have balls? Yeah. Does that matter? 
It's a safety feature. Yes. It does okay. to me. You don't want to go to the emergency room and have to explain to them why you got a Twilight dildo stuck inside ah! of you. <laughs> so let's go to Beaver Hampton Expanse. Oh, where dildos are made. Everybody yes. grab your Edward dildos. We're going out. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. So as you all make your way out of the portal, you arrive at the Beaver Hampton Expanse. It is night 24-7. It is gray and just eerie feeling where uh, Benny, Hogum, and Eve knew uh, Kringle's workshop and the reindeer uh, stables used to be is now completely blocked off by huge ice walls and a big uh, clear dome over it. Uh, Vixen will explain to you that the dome was probably put there to keep the reindeer from flying out, which is why he had to uh, make his way out on foot to find Hogum. Yeah, and then you see, uh, as you walk around the icy walls, you can see that there are four different entrances, but that is all you can see right now. Um, can I do an investigation check to see if there's anything of note? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I walk through the portal and I look around and say, yes, this is mm, most peculiar. We must figure out how we can save you, miss. And with that, I am going to look around just now and I rolled a fucking eight. I rolled a fucking eight. Ice walls. Can they be burned down? Clear dome, ice walls. Uh, you can try. Does anyone have fire? Oh, I got something that can make us warm. Uh, and Tara cast Minor Illusion on herself to give her, like, pink Ugg boots and, <laughs> like, a cute puffy pink jacket with fur lining on the hood. But it doesn't actually keep her warm. I hate you. Very cute. Uh, fascinating. Awesome. Um, does anyone <laughs> actually have fire? Uh, I have a torch and a tinderbox. Hogum? Hogum? Does anyone have fire? Yeah, I do. Oh, I know that. Can you please use it? Uh, use it for what? Oh, Hogum, can you please use the fire to attempt to burn down one of these ice walls? Thank you very much. DM, can you describe what we're seeing as far as this, uh, these ice walls are concerned? Like, do I have to roll something for that? Are there any, like, clear entrances? There are four clear entrances into the uh, ice walls, yes. So burning through the wall is frankly unnecessary because there are four entrances. Uh, I, so, if it was unnecessary and I rolled investigation, you couldn't tell me? I did say four entrances, did I not? <laughs> you did, but... Not to to not to the isn't not as an answer to his investigation check. You said it before he rolled in. You could have been a whole bitch be like, yeah, you can investigate or you could just go through the fucking entrance and I would have done that. Well, there's four different entrances. I mean, I don't know which way you're gonna go. I'm going to you the did say uh, actually can I go to the closest entrance? Where's the closest entrance? Oh, that's I'm not gonna tell you I'm not gonna pick this for you. There's multiple different paths to get to Kringle. I choose the path uh, that's closest. If only you could see the paths before you chose one. Uh, yo, uh, do you have a freaking business or something? Do you know something I do not know, Mr. Hogan McGonagall? I'm just thinking if you could look from above. We could look from above. That's a very good idea. Could you please ride atop a vixen and do... Such a thing. 
please. Uh, oh yeah, you want me to take you up there? I can ri- I can fly still. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I should be in the ground. But Eva, why don't you go up there? Someone want to ride me? So I get on top of Vixen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> he likes being ordered around. <laughs> Do your job, Vixen. Vixen takes off and flies you up into the air. Eve, you can see that these ice walls are actually an ice maze. Filled with trees, maybe some traps, maybe some treasure, maybe some enemies. I'm going to send you what you see from above. And I'll put it in the recording chat so that way you don't have to describe it. But I will describe it for the listeners. So there are four entrances, two up top, two at the bottom. Uh, The top left looks to just be corridors moving left and right. Uh, You can see from above that there are two shovels at the end of that and five hills all marked with an X, like an X marks the spot type of thing. Okay, so there should be a PDF in the recording lounge. Ooh, mappy. Yes. So the second entrance, the second one up top, there are two different routes that you can take. There is one that has two trees in it, one tree in the center, one tree very close to the entrance. Uh, Or you can take the stairs and you reach a colorful team activity. (laughs) Sounds like a work event. Okay. Uh, If you were to go through the team activity, there is a... uh, Weird art exhibit in the shape of a magnifying glass that you will go through. I want to go to the chessboard. The Nerd. bottom right shows a chessboard, two chests, and a couple of snowmen, as well as some icy water. And then the bottom left shows Wait. a cave that has uh, very large drag marks, as in a tail, a very heavy tail was just dragged in there recently. So something big is sleeping in there. We will uh we'll post a picture of this map on the Instagram by the time you listen. Oh my to god! This. Yes, it's, it's very arts and crafts kindergarten, and I'm impressed. Yes, <laughs> this cave with drag marks is definitely a Death Star, by the way. <laughs> yes, yeah. let's. Yeah, please yeah. not go to the puzzle one because I have lost my confidence in solving <laughs> puzzles. I am here for the chessboard, and I am here for the cave. Um. So. I, uh, I, I fly back down and I tell them, yes, yes, yes. Um, there are four different entrances and I, all of them lead to the main factory where Kringle once was alive. The bottom right and the bottom left entrances are the most peculiar because one is a chessboard, a chessboard, uh, that contains treasure chests, and the other is a cave where I do believe a most perilous monster inhabits. Are any of y'all good at chess? <laughs> oh, I love checkers. That, okay, great. Oh, um, I, 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 I don't know if Benny. I think Benny would enjoy chess. I really do, unless I'm projecting myself onto Benny. <laughs> I think Benny makes sense to like chess. I think in her I travels, she learned a lot of games. Yeah, right. And it makes sense that I want to kill um, something. I I uh, enjoy chess. Um, I think maybe that last uh, door would would be good. Uh, okay, and uh, as opposed to the X's with hairs. You did. Tara you described two entrances to us. What were the other ones? Oh yes, there is a another entrance with some trees. 
and one with a magnifying glass. Uh, I guess that's some kind of activity. Um, I'm not really interested in those. So, yes, I say we go for the chessboard. Oh, great. I love limited options. Uh, sh- sure. Uh, I guess. I can tell you. I suppose. If that's okay with Eve. Eve is already walking towards the entrance with the chessboard. Um, okay, so there's one where it's uh, quite a maze, and there's some shovels and some axes with hairs, but I'm not sure if the hairs are supposed to be there. And then there's another one with some trees and a puzzle, um, and then there's another one with a chessboard, and then there's one with a cave and a scary-looking tail out of it. And I vote for the chessboard. I think we're doing the chessboard. I, I, I am smart, and I am not the great at fighting, so I guess that's fine with me. Before we enter the ice maze, I have some quick housekeeping to do, as well as thanking some of our patrons. This is the last episode of the year for 2020. Thank God! 2021! We're going to take the first two weeks in January off, gives ourselves a little holiday, and we will be back the third week of January. As for the Yulmas episode that you're listening to right now, it only shows an hour, but there are two parts to it. And since it is Yulmas, we're not going to make you wait another week for it. I'm dropping an episode today, and I'm dropping an episode tomorrow. So you're going to get it back to back and get the whole story. Now it is time to thank a couple of our patrons. This time our patrons for the week happen to be married. So uh, thank you, William and Brandon. Thank you guys so much for all the game nights and how much fun you guys have on Discord. You guys are a blast. And... uh because you guys are husbands, I have a very special thank you to give you guys. Thank you. <laughs> if you would like to find more about our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash rollgayroleplay. Check out our tiers. I have already had to order more dice because more people have joined since last time I talked to you. So more dice are on the way. Yay. Uh, yeah, let's go into that ice maze. But before we do, here's a message from some of our friends. The Room Where It Happened is an actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with friends. Currently, we're exploring a world called Bleed, a sci-fi setting, pulling elements from westerns and setting a space version of our home of Appalachia. It's a place still recovering from conflict, where resources and labor are less exports and more things to be taken for the more prosperous parts of the galaxy, with little thought given to those it is taken from. The Bleed is a place where people find strength in each other and do what is needed to make ends meet, whether or not the means are strictly legal. It's a place where the objects of work and war are beginning to wake up and decide to take their destiny into their own metaphorical hands. So join us as we follow a found family. As they search for that next job and maybe something a little deeper, too. You can find new episodes every Monday on Spotify or your podcatcher of choice. Just search for The Room Where It Happened and check us out on Twitter at RoomWherePod. Is Eve already at the chessboard? Uh, if you want to walk in, you can see uh, as soon as you walk in through that area, I guess we're, that's, the, that's where we're going, right? Yeah. Hogan's that's just going to follow. Right. Sounds right. All right. So the first thing you walk in uh, into that doorway, to your left, there is a chest. To your right, there is a corridor leading further into the maze. Eve is opening that chest, Jesus. Yes. 
so you open the chest and find two things inside. You find a black queen from a chest set. Me. And you find a metal <laughs> spike. A black queen and a metal spike? Correct. And that's all okay. that's in that chest. I pick them up. Okay. You can have them. Those are yours. Uh, I, I don't win anything. Uh, what do I... Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. <laughs> I think there's another chest around here. As you turn the corner, you can see that there are two motionless snowmen at the far corner. And there's also a doorway uh, to your left that leads you to the chessboard. Burn them. Uh, I definitely don't want to go towards those snowmen. Uh, this is triggering something for me. Hogan, I think it would be with your best interest to burn them. Benny hides behind Hogan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you guys want to attack the, the snowmen to get past them, you can. Uh, Eve, while you were up there, you did see that there was another chest hidden behind the snowmen. So they are guarding mm-hmm. a chest. It's whether or not you want to go for it, and if you think it's worth it. I do. Hogan, remember what happened last time we were at the Beaverhampton Expanse and we didn't burn the snowmen? Uh, I, I would like to not repeat that same uh, action. So if you could please burn them down to the ground. Hogan, what you doing? All right, so I'm going to do my firebolt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Roll a d20 for uh, attack. 15. Plus 6, so that's 21. Nice. Oh, that's going to hit, yeah. And now you have to roll 2d10. 2d10? Mm-hmm. Does 16 make sense? No. No. It's a d10. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's a die that has 10 sides on it. 1d10, is that what it is? 2d10. 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 Well, holy hell, that's a, that's what I had done done, done before. <laughs> you said 69. You can't get 69 on 2d10. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me roll this again. Did you get a six and nine? As opposed to adding, he just adds integers. I got a 691. I got a four. And? And then a five. So you did nine damage, nine points of damage, but they're frozen snowmen, so it should be double because they're weak against fire. That is very correct, actually. In fact, it melts their bottom half. They are now half snowmen. Aw. Um, great. They are uh, just half snowmen. Because the bottom ball is legs, and if you don't have those, you can't move. That's snowmen rules. Obviously. (laughs) Fantastic. And I say, Hogan, give them another round, why don't you? I mean, they're sure not going to do anything. They can't do anything. Can I do that? We're not actually in combat. You're oh. fighting fucking snowmen right now. Okay, so like, I'll do this again. Roll. They're like traps, and we're just deactivating the traps. Yeah. Okay, I got an eight. Oh. No, roll your well, roll your d twenty first. My d twenty first. I'm gonna make this so much easier. Fifteen. They are just snowmen. It all melts. <laughs> Hooray! Uh. Fantastic! And so, with my queen, in, with my black queen in one hand and my silver spike in the other, I would like to go through this door and open the other chest. Okay. Uh, make a deck saving throw. You bitch. All right. <laughs> um, oh, I get plus four on my saves. Hell yeah. 16 plus uh, four. 20. Okay. Uh, you begin to open the chest. 
you hear a spring coil back and move out of the way just as a spike moves right past your face. That could have been a spike to the face, but it wasn't. There was foreshadowing in the first chest. Hey! Instead, what you find are instructions. The instructions say, Mm -hmm. No one can start on the same square. Do not move incorrectly. Okay. It's fucking wizard chess. Literally, I'm a wizard. <laughs> no one can start on the same square. I wrote it in the chat. Perfect. Okay. That's all that was in that chest. Um, so I say, yes, 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 yes. Friends, it seems that we are being asked to play chess. It says no one may start on the same square. And rule number two, do not move incorrectly. So I do believe that we are to get on this chessboard that's right in the other room and begin a grueling game of life or death. So, Eddie, does anyone have any questions? Yes. I do. Am I a knight? No, but I am a black queen, so... Oh, well, what am I? A pawn. Oh. I do have a quick question. Um, okay. How do you play chess? Also, what is chess? Uh, very, very well. Uh, and then I give a five-minute-long speech of what chess is. This queen had a gambit like, once. <laughs> then... Yeah, watch that Netflix special. This queen had a gambit once. Okay. Um, so can I, can I inspect this black queen and see if it does anything? Uh, the actual piece itself? <laughs> yes, not me, myself, not myself. Can I just I check myself I mean. up and down in this ice wall? Because <laughs> I look good and I know I do. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's a game piece. It is from a typical chess set. Nothing special about it. Just a clue in case you didn't go to the other chest. Okay. I think after watching these people uh, fight snowmen for a couple of rounds, Tara just like starts walking towards the other entrance with her hand up, like beckoning people to follow. Okay. And Eve is going to uh, hold, put the que- the black queen on his head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And walk onto the chessboard into the queen position. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have to turn my thing. Eve starts in the queen position. I do believe that if we are to have a king position, it should be someone who would be our our most uh, important member. And so I point to Jet. Oh. And I point to Jet, and I put and I say, "Come hither." Um, you know, not to interrupt here, but maybe our most important member that doesn't really do a lot. Ah. You know, they just we protect them. Jet, come here. Ooh. <laughs> Jet looks like a, a dog. <laughs> I, I mean, that was shady as hell, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Tara goes and stands in a rook position. Okay. Very good. Yeah, Jet's gonna go stand next to uh, stand next to Eve. Okay. Has anyone claimed the king spot? Girl, see, this is why I quit. <laughs> yes, we just put Jet into the king spot. Oh, damn. You can be a knight. I, Hogan's going to be a knight. Okay. Bang. And I do believe that Benny should be a bishop. Is this reindeer playing with us? 
Okay. <laughs> I could be a bishop. Bishops win the game a lot. I mean, they're... They, they're the sidewinders. They are the backup. They help the other pieces win the game. Yeah, Vixen is going to go on the uh, on the rook spot opposite of Terra. Uh, Terra kind of yells over at him like, I, I'm not quite sure what that note meant, but we might be staying on the same space. And also the fact that you're on the other rook implies that we're of equal value. So I think that maybe you should take like a step forward. Oh, shit. Should I take a step forward? Okay. And Vixen takes a step forward. No! That's that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rucks don't um, move You're all in your spots. What do you do now? We say the magic words and the game of chess begins. Open chessamy. <laughs> that was Damn. really good, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, there are no opponents on the chessboard. You are the only five, quote, pieces on the board right now. So we're just staring at nothing. Correct. Okay. Benny goes and steps over into the queen spot on the black side. That's me. Oh, on the white side. Or are you trying to walk across the board? Yeah, I'm trying to walk across to be the white queen. To be the white queen, which would be opposite Jonathan. Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as you take a step forward, Benny... A spike pops up from the space, and you take two points of piercing damage. You are moved back to your original spot. I am now a bishop. Yeah. uh, How about, can one of, who's a pawn? Is anybody a pawn? A reindeer is. Vixen. All right. I assume that Vixen is blocking my path, and I say, Vixen, move forward two spaces. And Vixen moves forward two spaces. And then as the bishop, I go to, um, I don't know if y'all know chess language, but one space less than I can, am able to go to. So if you're bishop, you could, you could, wait, can't bishops go across the entire board? So you're going to like B4? Right. But if we're envisioning this. Uh, Vixen moved one space forward from the rook spot. Yes. Or two spaces so forward. So he's whatever. all the way to the left of the board. Right. So that rook is free. But with that pawn moved, it wouldn't free the bishop. Wait, where was... I I wasn't sure exactly where... The, the only pieces where, on the board are okay. you guys. So where I'm standing would be D1, right? Yes. You're. Are you the... You're the black queen? Yes. Okay. So then I say... D1 to D8. Does that work? Perfect. Because I'm the queen. Not until the pawn is There moved. is no other pieces on the board. Oh, okay. So Eve moves across the board successfully. You are at the other side of the board, Eve. And after that, I am going to wait patiently for my compatriots. Okay, Tara just fucking walks in a straight line to the other side. Beautiful. Tara, all the way across, no problem. What? Chess is easier than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because Tara's a rook. Vixen's going to keep walking forward as well. Just real slow. Real slow. Don't want to ruin my reindeer hooves. Vixen has I, made it across successfully. I've uh, never played chess. Can anyone tell me what the moves are so I don't get spiked? Uh, if you're the king, what? you can also just walk across the board. Okay. You can only move one space at a time, though. Okay. Yeah, so she's going to make her way across the board. Just slow like uh, Vixen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jet, all the way across. 
All right. Then he moves from F1 to A6. Okay. And then from A6 to C8. I see you. Yeah, well done. You are right next to me now. Yep. All right. You saved Hogan. the night for last. Uh, Hogum. Yes. Uh, I can. Can we say that Hogum's at G1 or B1? I would say. I had him between Tara and Benny, but it didn't matter. So then he could go G1 to F3. And then yeah. F3 to E5. Okay. And then E5 to F... D7. D7, yeah. Okay. And then D7 to F8. To B8, yeah, or F8, yeah. Very nicely yeah, done. Yeah, because you're not right there. Okay, only one spike that whole time. Nicely done. You figured out the puzzle. Oh, great. Did Katie... Did, oh, yeah, Katie made it. Okay, she went real slow, too. One step at a time. See, I do know how to do <laughs> easy puzzles. <laughs> I do. Shut up. It feels you overthink them. <laughs> we, we thought we were going to have a like a fucking Harry Potter chess match. I that know. Was I was ready to fight. Right. Show me only chestiny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking full of these. Mm. Let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got some puns going there. Okay. You have made your way across the, uh, the chessboard. Where is your next stop? You've got an opening right into the uh, Kringle workshop, or you have the magnifying glass art exhibit. I think for the sake of saving Christmas and our presents, um, friends, we have come to a crossroads. We can either go to this eyeglass art exhibit or immediately go destroy this lizard thing and save Yulmus. I bet the exhibit has some fancy cheese and wine. <laughs> I don't think that cheese and wine is conducive to us saving Yulmas. It may not be conducive to you saving Yulmas. You need to be inebriated to save Yulmas. Okay, great. Uh, Jet's, uh, Jet's excited about presents. She hasn't gotten one in a while. Oh my gosh, because you don't have a family. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so insensitive. So we need to go save the... We must go save the presents for the sake of Jet. Can we promise to stop by the art exhibit on the way out? That would be uh, most good, yes. Okay. And before we find out who the big bad anti-Kringle is, that's where we're going to stop the episode. But it's not really stopped, and I'm not going to have everybody say goodbye, because the next episode is right after this. Unless you're in that, what, 12-hour time frame where I haven't posted the episode yet? If that's the case, just hang out. Otherwise, see you in a minute.